Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions. Everyone say red letters. We are starting a series called Red Letters. And I don't know if you've ever noticed when you open the Bible and you turn the Bible, you see some letters are written in black and some are written in red. Do you know what the red letters signify? They're the words that Jesus spoke. So whatever Jesus spoke was written in red. And what we're going to do and what we've been asking you to do for the next few weeks is just read the red letters of Jesus in the Bible. uh, As you do for your devotional time, just read what Jesus had to say. And we're going to go over things that Jesus said, statements Jesus made. And one of the statements that we're going to make is that after, after coming to earth... To give his life as a ransom for mankind after being beaten, physically whipped, his head, most theologians and scholars believe that Jesus' head swelled up to three times the normal size of a man's head. That when it came time to take off the crown of thorns, they couldn't take it off, they had to literally unwind it. From his head because his head had swelled over around the crown of thorns. It was stuck on his head. That when the soldiers whipped him, they were so adept at whipping that you could literally see the organs of a man inside their body after the whipping. Most people didn't survive past the whipping. After the mocking, the mental turmoil he went through. He takes his cross and goes down the Via de la Rosa and he gets to the skull, the place of the skull and the Mount Calvary. And there he lays down and they take nine inch nails and they drive those spikes through his hands and through his feet. They pick up the cross, drop it into a hole and suspended between heaven and earth. People begin to mock the one That only brought healing, that fed the hungry, that opened the blinded eyes, that opened the deaf ears, that healed the leopards, raised the dead, blessed the children. Hanging on that cross at the conclusion of his time on the cross, he utters these words in John 19, verse 30. When Jesus had tasted it, he said... He said, it is finished. Then he bowed his head, gave up his spirit. Bow your heads with me. Father, help in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated this morning. As you're seated, turn to two or three people and just tell them it is finished. That word, it is finished, that statement that Jesus made, if you would just stay with me just for a few minutes, because like I said, I'm not going to be very long today. But that word, it is finished, in the Greek, to telesti, or to, to, to telesti, is the word, and that to telesti means to bring to an end, to accomplish, to complete, to finish, or to perform. It, it signifies a successful end to a course or to a particular act of action or course of action. It would be this way. How many of you have ever bought a car before? How many of you have bought a house? Bought a TV? 
big screen TV, and you put it on payments. This this word right here means to pay in full. It it means that it's the last payment that you make on that car and you get the pink slip. It's the last payment that you make on the house and you get your mortgage. It's the last payment that you make on your teeth or or, or whatever it is that you've been (laughs) investing in. Somebody say amen. So I want you to understand, it means that that course of action, it's like going to school and walking across the stage and getting your bachelor's. It's about getting your doctorate. You've accomplished something that you set out to do. It's to carry out a promise, to carry out instructions. It is to pay in full, to pay your debts, that all of it is done. Everyone say done. What's been done? Your redemption has been done. And what am I talking about? I want you to understand that when Adam and Eve sinned, when they disobeyed God and they ate from the tree, it wasn't a culinary choice because they could have eaten from any other tree in the garden. And there are so many different kinds of fruits that they could have eaten from a different tree for every meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner for over three years and never eat from the same tree. So it wasn't an act of wanting something different. It was a blatant act of disobedience. And because they disobeyed God, they were separated from God. And when they separated from God, they covered themselves in fig leaves. Everyone say fig leaves. The problem with fig leaves is this, is they dry out. Fig leaf is cool for a moment. But eventually it's going to shrivel up. It's going to crack. And when God went looking for Adam and Eve, he says, where are you? I love that about God. Because God is God. It's not like God was playing hide and seek with them. God knew where they were. He wanted to see if they were going to give up where they were. How many times you know you're busted and someone asks you a question and you just, I don't know. He went looking to see if they would give themselves up. And when God finally found them and they came out, he says, why did you hide yourself? They said, because we were naked and afraid. That's where the movie comes from. (laughs) I don't know if they said the afraid part. I just threw that in there. But they were afraid because they were naked. God doesn't judge them. Listen closely. He doesn't expose them. He covers them. Uh, Somebody got to hear me this morning. You've had a lot of religious people throwing you under the bus. Everyone pointing out your mess ups. A lot of people pointing out your mistakes. People always saying what you're doing wrong. I want you to know that's not the spirit of who God is. Because when God found that Adam and Eve were naked, God took his very creation and animals. And he killed that animal that he had created. Took the skin off that animal to cover Adam and Eve. I want you to know today that God loves you so much that he will cover at times your greatest mess ups, your greatest things, of your areas of your mess ups of your life. God wants to cover you. I want you to know that you're covered. Turn to your neighbor and say, God got, God got you covered. See, that word, it is finished, doesn't mean I survived. It literally means I set out to do exactly what I said I was going to do. And what I love about this word, it is finished. Everyone say it is finished. It is is written in what's called the perfect tense. 
And that means something because in the Greek, the perfect tense means that it happened once and it continues to happen in the future. It's not like your taxes. You do your taxes and then you're done this year. But guess what? Next year, you got to do them again. Then again, then it keeps on. Jesus died on the cross. His sacrifice became the perfect tense. It not only was valid then, it becomes valid tomorrow, the day after, for my children, my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren. What God did on the cross, he did for all of us. Somebody say amen. Amen. See, I need you to understand, when Jesus said, it is finished, somebody got to hear this. He didn't say, I am finished. He said, it is finished. He didn't say, I am finished. He didn't say, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I'm tired of you folk. He didn't say that I came to save you guys and this is the way you treat me. You imagine Jesus. You know, I I tell you, if this was a movie and I was directing the movie, Jesus would have exploded off the cross. He would become like a superhero, start levitating. All of a sudden, the nails pop off, the wounds are healed, lasers coming out of his eyes, eating up the Roman soldiers, blowing up the men that are telling him, save yourself, and mocking him. That's what I would have done. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just, that's just me. Thank God, God ain't me. Because I, people cut me off on the road, I get mad. Lord, deal with that person right now. Oh, come on. Don't don't give me that look. I know I've seen some of y'all drive. I ain't the only one. I've seen you in the parking lot after church. When Jesus said it is finished, it was his final cry of victory. And I want you to know, he said, I didn't leave anything undone. I didn't leave any business unfinished. When he said it is finished, he was speaking the truth. He accomplished everything that needed to be done. What am I telling you? I need you to understand that many of us come to church or you might be a CEO, the Christmas and Easter only crowd. We welcome you. We're glad that you're here. It doesn't matter whether it's a couple times. We'll will take it. But we need to have an it is finished. Someone say it is finished. We have to have an it is finished mentality. The it is finished mentality understands something. It understands that everything I need to win has already been done. Now you say it again, pastor. We need an it is finished. See, we don't have an it is finished mentality. We have this, I don't got enough mentality. I'm always going to be broke mentality. My marriage is always going to be messed up mentality. My kids, they're, we don't want to even go there. My, 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 my mind's messed up. I'm, I'm going to be addicted. We have all these mentalities that don't match what Jesus did on the cross. We need an it is finished mentality that says everything that I need for success has already been done. Let me tell you right now, doesn't mean everything is perfect. Come on, I, I, doesn't mean everything is perfect. How many know we got some jacked up things going on in the world right now? Things might look bad. Things might be bad. Things might be out of control. 
Mom, you might be overwhelmed with your kids. Dad, you might be overwhelmed with that business. Your, your, your kids may be out of control. Your family might be out of control. You might be overwhelmed. Things might not make sense right now of what's going on around you. In fact, life may just straight up, and excuse the expression, it just might straight up suck right now. And you're wondering, well, pastor, if it's finished, why do I feel like I'm finished? If it is finished, why am I going through all these things? If it is finished, how come I'm going through this situation right now? Let me tell you something. See, everything I go through, I have to look at through the lenses of the word of God. Not through the lenses of my experiences, but through the lenses of what God promises. And God promises in the book of Romans that all things work together for good for those that love God and who are called according to his purpose. Now, now listen to me. Listen closely. He doesn't say all things are good. He says all things work together for good. That means that divorce, that sickness, that bankruptcy, that that molestation, that struggle, that trial, that fight, that misunderstanding, that addiction, that depression, that struggle, or in Jesus' case, that whipping, that nail, that, that mocking, that lashing, all those things work together. Individually, they're bad. But when God gets a hold of them, he pulls them all together and he makes something great out of the mess of your life. And turns it into a message. Whatever you're going through right now, I ain't mad. I'm excited right now. I'm excited about what God's about to do in your life. You think things are falling apart, baby? Things are just coming together right now. All things work. All things work. All things work. So if it ain't good yet, God ain't done yet. Jesus hanging on the cross, it didn't look good. Friday, he's suspended between heaven and earth and people making fun of him. Cries out, it is finished and gives up his spirit. They throw his lifeless body into a borrowed tomb. Roll a stone in front of it and put soldiers in front to guard it. How scared are you of a man that you put soldiers in front of his grave when he's dead? See, some of y'all, I need you to understand. That's why people are standing around your grave. They're not mourning. They're afraid you're coming back. You're about to shock the world in a moment. See, nothing happened Friday night. It was quiet. People were mourning. Saturday morning. See, right now, you might be in that situation where you're suspended between heaven and earth. Everyone has left you. Everyone has left, turned their back on you. You feel like you've been beaten. You feel like you're empty. You feel like you've been pierced. You feel like your closest friends have turned their backs on you. You feel wasted. You feel alone. You feel naked and exposed. You feel people are mocking you. And in that moment, you're looking for someone to help you. I want you to know it is finished. What am I telling you? My God is a finisher. Worship team, if you would help me as we close. My God is a finisher. I said, my God is a finisher. Listen very closely as we close this morning. Everything 
that you need. Finished. Complete. Done. Say this with me. Finished. Finished. Complete. Complete. Done. Done. Everything you need has been finished, complete, and done for your success, for your freedom, for your well-being, for your healing, for your marriage, for your family, for your peace, for your victory, for your sobriety, for your future, for your children, for your great-grandchildren, for the generations to come. Everything you need is done. It's finished. It's been accomplished. Everything you need for a new life a new start, a new chance, it's done. In fact, I need you to understand you're not finished. You're just getting started. See, preached a couple weeks ago for the CEOs that aren't here. I'm just kind of catching them up. That God starts everything with the end in mind. Because God exists outside of time. Time is a created thing. God created time. In the beginning, first thing God created was time. And so God already knows how it looks at the end. God creates things twice. First in his mind. Then he speaks it out into existence in the physical. You were created twice. You think mom and dad got busy to bring you about? You started in the mind of God first. You are the product, not of the back seat of a 54 Chevy. What kind of Cadillac is that? What year? I ain't going there. Let me let you know this. There is nothing. Someone say nothing. There is nothing you could add to this finished work. When Jesus hung on the cross and said, it is finished. I'm taking care of it all for you. It's like when I take my my, my kids to eat. Not one time is my kids ever reached kind of done the lean you know even even when you go out to eat and you fake the lean oh let me that Geico commercial with the alligator arms when my girls go out to eat with me they know it's paid in full daddy got this They don't have to worry about a thing when daddy's there. When daddy's here, daddy got it all taken care of. Dad's going to take care of all, order what you want because dad got it taken care of. I want you to know your daddy got it taken care of. It is finished. Only thing we have to do, Romans chapter 10 verse 9 says, if you, come on, work with me, if you, openly declare that Jesus is Lord and where? Not in your mind. 
See, many of us are trying to work things out in our mind, trying to figure things out in our mind, trying to work, work out the facts, and we're trying to work out and two plus two in God doesn't equal four. See, God works above and beyond what we see in the natural. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be. It is finished. It's done. Stop fighting with your future. It's done. Stop fighting for your marriage. God's already got it taken care of. Start walking in who God created you to be. Stop walking in the lack mentality and start walking in it is finished mentality. It's done. It's complete. Bow your heads with me right where you are. Right where you are. Heads bowed, eyes closed. You're here right now. And whether you're a CEO or someone that's been in church for a minute or you're just here because you just happened to see the flyer, I want to welcome you. But I would be remiss in my obligation as a pastor to have you come to this place and just hear some good music and maybe be encouraged a little by the word if I didn't bring you to a point of decision. God loved you so much. The reason why was to restore your relationship with God and to give you your dominion back. With heads bowed, eyes closed. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at cwcbayarea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash cwcbayarea.